This episode is sponsored by Zenro Clothing Co. Pick up your tees and our accessories at zenroclothingco.com and be sure to use offer code SOCRATES at checkout for 20% off select items. Also, if you're not into uh, spending the money, just check out the Zenro Radio playlist, zenroclothingco.com, music for your everyday. This episode also sponsored by The Pornian Bakery. If you're located in the Pornian area of Scarborough, Toronto, be sure to check out The Pornian Bakery, say what's up to Arville, and uh, pick up a donut or two. Bake daily, crafted with love. This episode also sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the podcasting platform of choice. It's the one that me and Vish use, and um, is great, you know? If you're uh, looking to start that DIY podcast yourself, definitely check out Podbean. Use uh, the link podbean.com slash Socraticgamers and gain one month of unlimited podcasting for free. Test it out, build that content. Uh, anyone can podcast, right, Vish? Yep. Start a, start a podcast and uh, get your ideas out there. All right. Enjoy the episode. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Super. Um, okay. I'm going to title this one Apple's new iPhone 15 or like something like Apple's iPhone 15. But if you're listening to this, the SEO worked and now you got tricked into listening to this. <laughs> but we're going to start off with aliens because it's tripping me out, bro. Okay. So, <clears throat> okay. I won't even get into the Mexican alien body thing yet. What I really want to talk about is uh, something I just heard last night, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I think I, I think I would want to stop learning at this point." Okay, okay, okay. no, no, for real. But like, you know, we're with like uh, I think the last podcast we we're talking about like what potentially could the truth be that they're hiding from everyone mm-hmm. that you don't even want, you don't want to share, right, with the public. Sure. Like, what could that possibly be? Could it be something so crazy yeah. that? Um, that you'd want to stop learning. And I, I was listening to Tom DeLong talk about aliens on the Steve-O podcast last night. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay, I think, I think this is where I will jump off. If it, if it turns out to be true, I actually don't want to know that, and we're just going to go back. Like, this is the level of reality I can accept. Uh, potentially, I mean, maybe I want to learn more. I don't know. I'll see how you feel about this. So um, the thing he was saying... So, okay, can we both agree that it's undeniable that there are unidentified aerial phenomenon, UAP, across the globe? Yeah. Right? And he was saying that he recently received... This is a a few months ago when the interview came out, and he was saying that uh, there's been all of these sightings near water. Okay. Okay. And, like, recently, like, like hundreds and almost, like, thousands of sightings, right? Uh, not, Not from people, from radar, from, like, military radar. Because we, so this all happened when, um, oh, dude, I keep forgetting this guy's name. Um, Dave, not David Grush. I wrote it down. Ah, I, f- I forgot the guy. So he's on the Merge podcast. So he, um, he started the Merge podcast and it's the guy that I was saying it's a nonprofit. He's looking at this from like an aerial safety issue. Like what are these UAP? Because we don't want to hit them and kill someone, right? So he's going through like the the route of <clears throat> logical reality in order to figure out this whole issue okay uh so yeah. what that guy was saying was that as soon as we upped our sensors we started seeing these things every day so before that like because everyone's like oh why did it increase in like uh like um increase in our awareness and like how come it's all of a sudden showing up he's like no they could have been here the whole time 
It's just we didn't have the sensors to detect them, but now we've upped our sensors and we could suddenly spot them. He said it was like night and day. As soon as they flipped on the radar, they're like, what are all of these? Okay. And then, um, but it's been like hushed within the government. Like we don't talk about those things. So basically it's like every fighter pilot, because I went back to listen to Commander Fravor on Joe Rogan and what he was saying is there's different versions of these UAPs and one that they see every day is the, it looks like a clear beach ball with a cube inside. Okay. That's his descriptor, right? And um, the Tic Tac that he saw, he's like, it's sort of like a submarine, but no like top or bottom. It's like, it's just like a, like a Tic Tac, like Mm -hmm. a, like a submarine, you know, like a submarine with no like porthole or whatever. Um, and that's the one he chased. When I listened to the podcast, so he was flying, right? And it was clear blue water over the sea. And then they saw, like, um, if you see rocks over an ocean, you'll see water breaking, right? Like, if you go to the beach, you'll see, like, water breaking over something. Yeah. You, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if there's a rock, like, all right, so waves. So they didn't even see the Tic Tac at first. They saw the water breaking. And they're like, oh, that's weird. Because it's, like, all clear. And then there's something there. Right, right, the right. The water's right, right. breaking. <laughs> So they're like, all right, let's check that out. Mm-hmm. As they went back, they saw the Tic Tac over top. And then what he hypothesizes is like it's trying to land on the thing that's under the water. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then so him and his team, they have eyes on, like physical eyes on, right? Mm-hmm. And not even radar. They, they turn on the radar, but they have like eyes on. And they're like, okay, let's go chase this thing. They don't know what it is. They're like, okay, is it like a helicopter? They go closer. Like, okay, no, it's not. So as he goes down to like intercept it, it suddenly turns towards him and flies up to meet him. And then this is when they're doing like the spiral against each other. Like they're like, they're, they're uh, like, imagine a circle. And then you're like going around the circle trying to see each other. And then what he, he said is he's like, okay, I'm going to cut across the circle. So like, if yeah, you're going yeah, in yeah. a circle across to like meet you where you're at right so i could see you and then as he was doing that it like darted towards him and then bolted off Mm -hmm. and he was like but with the speed we're going during doing this if it was if it was like even a little bit faster you'd still see it trail off right because you're still matching speed right and you're like okay it's slowly going away he's like we would have at least seen it for a minute like as it's bolting off okay Right? But he's like, it's almost instantaneously, you couldn't see it anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, it just like bolts. He's like, that's just impossible speed. So, we cannot keep up with. And then 60 miles later, um, 60 miles towards, towards where they're going to meet up. It's so like the squadron, they have the meeting point, right? 60 miles, it's 60 miles away. Then all of a sudden, they get radio in hey, this Tic Tac's at your rally point. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It was like three minutes later, but it could have been instantaneous, but it takes three minutes for the radar to like, like reload because it makes a full circle or something like that. Yeah. Like it yeah, takes yeah. Time, right. So, um, they got alerted three minutes later, like this thing's at your rally point now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is a very credible pilot. Okay. He's the guy that went in Congress to do with white hair glasses. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So how can we deny this? Right. It's mm-hmm. almost like if they're all saying it and then this guy's like direct encounter. And then I listen to another podcast and what they're saying is um, these have been reported since like World War II, like all the time. 
right? Like that they're like they're seeing objects go into water, and um, uh, even Christopher Columbus, he reported a UFO UAP uh, going into water. Although, like that was like so long ago. What they're saying is you can't really, you know, associate that with the UAP <laughs> we're seeing. But there's a lot of instances related to water. Okay. okay? Yeah. So. All right, can we have that as a basis, right? Like, we both agree that there's something going on. We don't know what it is. No country knows what it is. Do you, uh, like, do you think it's, like, maybe tech that's not, like, supported? Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe it's, like... We, on, need, we need a base. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to, like, build from there. Okay, it could no, be... No, I'm saying, like, yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. It's probably... Is it, like, unclassified stuff, right? But, right. So what he said... Okay, so what he said was, like, this was in 2004. If they had the technology... It's like 20 years later, mm-hmm. right? We're in 2023. If they had the technology at 2024, wouldn't you think that it would have been released at least 20 years later or like some variation of it? Because he's like, if we look at SpaceX, which is like the epitome of um, like achievement, yeah. that the way they're <clears throat> shooting things, it's still, it's still the old school way, right? You're like, you're like shooting these rockets with like fire. It's so archaic. It's like, why? If we have the capability to like blip as fast as they do, wouldn't we have something better than just like fire rockets? Well, I don't know. But sure. I don't know. <laughs> like, no, but like, no, no, but like, logically speaking, like, it's 20 years. Like, wouldn't you have a better, like, why are we still using like rockets? Mm-hmm. If this thing is like classified tech that has no propulsion system that they can see wouldn't you just slowly release it? Like, you'd, that'd be a game changer. You'd be like the most million, billion dollar company in the world. Like, why would you sleep on that? Think about AI. We drop that right away. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm, I'm ruling out classified tech. Okay. Or do you, like, you know, you have a other point where you're like, actually, I could see how it would be this way. Well, I... Like, what, like... I don't know what it is. Like, if it, what, well, like could be classified no, no, right? You said, right right totally totally but like using that logic of like it's been 20 years wouldn't we see some derivation of that well i would have to look at i would have to then look at like have there been tech that they it didn't really get out to the public till like 20 years later right that's what you'd have to show i guess yeah but like the stealth bomber was <clears throat> examples of it like the military has been working on that for a while but then yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah, of course, yeah, but like, is twenty years a thing, or is like fifty years a span? Like, that's what I'm saying. Uh, okay, maybe. So you're saying like thirty more years, and then we'll have these <laughs> maybe gravity propelled <laughs> systems. Okay, maybe theoretically. Okay, I, I don't think it. Like, if you that's if what you I'm saying. Well, all I'm saying is like, like you have to add like. So here's where they designed computers back in World War II, but didn't really get to personal computers till. This many years later, right? Like when, yeah, but like, was was the difference? That's like, what I'm saying. I don't know what, well, World War like II. Like, if it was World War II, um, like from that 1940s or whatever, to like when it become, yeah, like when it become actually um, more usable in like normal public. I no, would no, say. no, no. But but wait, 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 no, no. But 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 the internet in World War II was not the same. No, no, no was, I'm not talking about internet. More, he said internet. No, no, computer. 
Oh, computer, computer. Okay. Um, so, but the computer in that World War II time, the Turing computer, right? Sure. That was like a basic model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and now look at look how far we've come. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So if you're in 2004, you have that crazy amount of tech. You would have had something even better now. Within that span. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's it's not that. It's not that it. So you're saying so if this was. No, no, I'm tech, saying like you'd have to compare it to something like that, right? Like is. No, no, I, I, yeah. no, I, I know, I know what you're saying about the timeline, but I'm saying. at that time it wasn't commercially viable you couldn't use it right so it was a rudimentary version of like nobody could afford a giant computer inside their house okay yeah yeah because right right because the world war ii one was huge Mm -hmm. right so if this like let's call this like the model t version like the old school version so the tic tac is the old school version so what they have now is going to be even more insane is that what you're saying? Maybe, yeah. Because it has to evolve, right? But then within that time, we wouldn't see like iterations come from that thing. Like, 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 um, I'm thinking most about like energy and propulsion. Because what they're saying, what the the fighter pilot was saying, is it will hover in one place for three hours. They'll they'll literally track it for three hours. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so this is insane. So at 80,000 feet is um, is where the Earth is at curvature, right? We fly at, like, what, 10,000 feet or something like that? Something like that, I think. Right, yeah. Like, yeah, so um, at, they're at, so they're tracking it at 80,000 feet. It'll fly down. It'll stay in that one spot for three hours. And then at the three-hour mark, it'll fly back up to 80,000 feet. Mm-hmm. This is a common occurrence happening all over the ocean. That, and they're literally tracking it. Okay. Like the radars are tracking. Like, what is that? Okay. So, energy and propulsion. So, they have nothing. So, he was saying that with their fighter, like jets, the fastest speed, if at the fastest speed, they couldn't match it. And it can only run for an hour and a half okay. maximum time mm-hmm. because of gas, right? So, energy consumption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So if there was some tech that allowed you to hover in place without being affected by weather for three hours, like that's an energy source that we could use Mm -hmm. across the world. Right. Sure. Instead of like solar or like nuclear, like what is that thing that you're using that's allowing you to have so much energy? Mm -hmm. Right. So within the 20 year span of when they first saw the Tic Tac in 2004 till now, like we haven't changed at all in terms of energy. We're still using like, we're trying like green energy, solar, nuclear, you know what I mean? So it's like, so you don't like, you don't think that the benefits of that craft would have slowly spilled out within the 20 year span. Like, Hey guys, we we're like testing this thing out now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you would have heard about it. Sure. You agree. Right? Maybe, yeah. Well, everybody, but maybe. All right, so, what? What is the point? No, no, because I'm because if there is a if there is a point here that you viably see, and you're not just building like contention for contention's sake, like I just, I really want to know because I'm like, what is this thing? Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like logically, I don't know. Yeah. I, I I don't know. You're all reporting it. 
you're all you yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like tell me because i'm like what is that thing yeah. bro i think that the, i think i think the thing is like you'd have to we got to show the evidence of this thing right which is the disclosure which is happening right now and i'm like yeah. okay now we're gonna hear about it and that's freaky as well Hence so, why so that's what i'm saying like that's where it has to come out like like of course you can you're you may have seen it you're talking about it but you still have to show the evidence that's the only way to really prove what you're showing and what you're saying is yeah, real facts, no, no. yeah for, for sure for sure and um it could all be it could all just be black ops it could because even the fighter pilot david fravor um he was saying what he used to do with his friends uh his in their fighter jet thing they would be in a canyon and with their night vision goggles they could see so far and like if there's a campsite what they'll do is like oh ufo time so they'll like fly up to the thing turn on their like bottom lights and then like um like uh shoot forward so that you see the bottom lights and then they'll turn their bottom lights off and then like haha they're gonna report as a ufo because they see these random lights in the sky oh, yeah. and they would do this all the time just to make themselves laugh yeah, right? yeah. so they, they could tell what fake ufo reports are right they're like oh that was actually me right mm -hmm. so if it's black ops maybe they're doing the same thing to these fighter pilots so like haha let's just play a little tic-tac game and like mess with your head so potentially you're right they could there could be black ops and we'll see now with the disclosure what's going on with that okay but let's say it's not black let's say it's not technology of this earth okay okay sure or like of it's not human made okay okay because that's what they're they're saying it's like they might be out of space they might be from here we don't know so um Okay, so we can agree. So now we've agreed that there is something going on. There are, there's like, there are these crafts. We don't know what they are. Mm -hmm. We can agree upon that. That these, these people are making it up. Uh, making it up? I don't. Yeah, making up the sightings. Like, you know, people are like, like, uh, they're like, oh, that's just like dust on your radar. Or like, that's just a mm -hmm. radar blip. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, right. they're just making up something. Right. Mm -hmm. So we can agree that there's something going on and they're not making up this story and they're not confused about their radar. In the sake that they're telling the truth. Okay, sure. That's what I mean. Like, we don't For know this... what they are, but there is something going on. Okay. Can, no, can we agree on that? Like, that there's something going no, on. No, but, but I, I oh. said that there wouldn't, we would need to agree on evidence, right? Like, if it's just what no, he's no, but... saying. No, no, but there's so much evidence of like radar stuff, footage, pilot, mm -hmm. like reports. Okay. It was like, so they're all lying? No, that's not what they're saying. I think NASA had something earlier this week that they had, oh, a, about, about, I had a news conference UAPs? about uh, the study of the UAPs. They did? And what, what, did, what did it say? Well, they had written, they sent out a written report, but they did also have a press thing, but all they're saying what they're saying is um they have broken down some of the footage not all the footages of course uh whatever yes. they've released but they were talking about um uh whatever is available as um unclassified right yeah like the david fravor one the tic tac they sure. talked about that one i don't know if they talk about that specific one there is a report on it if you look it up um they explain some of them. I don't know how many they explained. I have the thing, like the website up. I haven't but read through it all. But a lot of them are debunked. No, but a lot of them are debunked too, though. Like I want, I want 
them to explain the one that's that everyone's talking about. Yeah, because so they're, they're the, talking the, about the, it from the science perspective where it's like where they're trying to get the evidence, right? No, um, totally, for, for sure, for yeah. sure. So, like, but, but uh, I believe there was one, like, that spear thing, like, over, was it, like, a desert place? I don't know if you remember, like, uh, some Middle East country or something? Know. Oh, yeah, yeah, the um, Baghdad, the Baghdad. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that one, yeah. they haven't been able to explain. Um, but they okay, yes, explained exactly. some other ones that were... Uh, okay, so this is, but this is a tactic, though. This is a tactic where you'll, you'll release false information, a true... Um, true debunked information amidst other information. So in the UFO community, like Jeremy Corbell, they're like, we know which ones are fake. So NASA being like, well, these are all fake. So then your mind goes, oh, they're all fake then. But it's like, no, no, go to the ones that we're all agreeing that we don't know what this is. Study those ones. You know what I mean? Because we already know that those are fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeremy Corbell's like, that's not real. Like, why are, you, why are you telling me it's not real? We already knew it's not real. Tell me the ones that we can't identify yeah so they're, they're probably listed those ones that they haven't because it's also like minimal evidence so they can't really go on um yeah totally, totally, uh, totally. and to be able to find out what these things are right so sometimes for sure for sure and some things i can't sure, talk about sure. because it's unclassified yeah for sure for sure and they the reason why so if people are like well how come they don't just release the radar footage it's like but then you're going to admit where you're you're spying and your enemies will know where you're exactly. Spying. That's also part of, That's part of the can't. classified or unclassified yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's it's not that it's not like we don't want to not tell you about UFOs, but it's like if we tell you where we're pointing our satellites, our enemies will know where we're pointing our satellites too. So I totally get why it's classified. Makes sense. They can only talk but about like, they can only talk about um, unclassified. Unclassified. Yeah. So. Yeah. Totally. Because like the Tic Tac one was over over training grounds, so it's like oh we knew you trained there, so it's like totally cool, you know. But if you're like, hey, we're actually in territory that we're not supposed to be in, yeah. you know, <laughs> that's, that's pretty bad. You don't want to admit that. Um, but okay, so with all this evidence and all this stuff, like, with the NASA one, like, I take that with a grain of salt because, like, we do know some are, like, the majority of them are um, debunkable. Like, that's not real. But NASA putting that out, it's like, yeah, you're just like, you're you're trying to like propagandize it right like you're like well these are a bunch of these are not real so it's all not real it's like let's focus on the ones that are real but we don't know what they are that's my point of view on it and that's also the ufo communities on it. it's like don't feed me like no i, I think they're going through the information that um uh you can take a look at it and see i don't i don't know um which ones are real, okay. which ones are fake, right? I don't know if people would know that. I don't, I don't know either. I, the only two that I know that are super real are the Baghdad Phantom and the Tic Tac one. And then I don't know about the radar ones because they haven't come out, but they're saying like literally every single day all the pilots are seeing them. And they've been tracking. Like, you know the Tic Tac one? Um, that's, that had been tracked for two weeks before it even like... So basically what was happening is they were on a test... Uh, test flight, David Fravor and um, his team. And then the submarine or whatever was tracking these things for two weeks going up and down from the sky. Like they'd be like 80,000 feet, drop down, um, like stay there for three hours, fly back up. Okay. And then they were like, hey, can you check this out? Because we've been seeing it for two weeks. Right. And that's when he got in. He wasn't like, 
he wasn't just like passing by. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They they like said, "Hey, we need a real world eyes on this thing." And they're like, check out this vicinity, see what's going on. And that's when he saw the thing breaking over water. They didn't even see the tic right? And that's where the story unfolds. But it's not that, like, this was a random encounter is what the point is here. It's like, no, we've been tracking this for literally two weeks, and right. now we want eyes on. So we have footage of that? So, what do you mean? Footage of them of that thing? tracking it? For- yeah, if no, it the, always uh, happens. The tic-tac? The yeah. tic-tac? Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, it's online. You could watch the, they do declassify that video. You could, it's like the famous one where it's like, it was on New York Times. That's why it exploded on, this is why, this is why the whole UAP thing started from that 2004 incident. It got released in 2014. So like mm-hmm. they had kept it under wraps and then uh, Tom DeLong from Blink-22 and um, Jeremy Corb, no, not Jeremy. He said he wasn't going to be a part of this, but Tom DeLong was instrumental in getting that on the New York Times because he knew the whole story and he was just like pushing it behind the scenes to like make it to the paper. And then once that came out in 2014, that's when everyone took it seriously. Like that's when this whole disclosure thing started happening because, like, what is this thing that we have no idea about? Right. Right. So, um, yeah, you can watch that online and it's like the actual footage of that thing mm-hmm. but not, not not like a iphone camera though it's like it's using their sensors they were like tracking it with their computer and then they're looking at it with their eyes yeah okay all right i digress so now that we've agreed that there's something going on i was listening to the um the tom DeLong and steve-o podcast and i was tripping out because i was like wait a minute this so basically what he said was you have to look at it as a bigger story. Okay. And this will this will freak me out. So everyone was like, everyone's been like, oh yeah, what are these UAPs, 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 right? Why are they a bunch of different um, types, whatever, whatever. But it's like, but what's the bigger story here? Who created them? What are they doing with them? Why are they here? Okay. Right? So like we're all focusing on like are these things real? Okay, if we can accept why they're real, uh, that they're real. Now the real question is, what are they doing here? Sure. And where do we fit in the storyline? And that's what was tripping me out because he went through different UFO uh, theories mm-hmm. that were starting to make sense. He's like, so he was saying some stuff that I was like, dude, this sounds so ridiculous. It could be true. But the freaky part is I won't know if it's true because he's like, hey, let's just hypothesize here. But he's saying it like like sarcastically as if what he's about to say is true. But he's like, well, I'm just hypothesizing everyone. <laughs> right. But we know but, but we know that he's been in these meetings. These CIA people have been like giving him information. Right. But um, remember Stephen Greer, the guy who made that yeah, documentary? Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The... On Close Encounters of the Fifth Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, unacknowledged. So basically, Tom DeLong was studying under Stephen Greer, and then they had a falling out. And then Stephen Greer said that the CIA is using Tom DeLong as a patsy. They're giving him fake information to like manipulate him. And that's probably why when I listen to his stuff, I'm like, this sounds so ridiculous, but I don't know what's true and fake. Because even Bob Lazar, too, when he was joining Area 51, what he was saying was that they made him read all these reports, right? And as he was reading, he's like, this sounds so ridiculous. 
But what the theory was, like what he assumed is if I started telling people, they would know who the, the leak Who's, is. Right. You know what I mean? Because if you give different stories to different people, you're like, oh, we told this guy this story. So mm-hmm. he's the leak. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, now I'm going to go through some of the theories. And if these are true, I was like, okay, this is where I'd want to stop the game because it's just too much for my brain. <laughs> so, so one thing was, you know how the, they theorize that the world or our universe was started because of gravity. Okay. So like, okay, it's like the size of a pin. This is real science. So like the big bang theory, it was the size of a pin. The gravity got the head of the pin and then the gravity got too strong and then it exploded and we got the universe. And then from then on, it's been expanding, expanding, expanding right Mm -hmm. through gravity okay so he was saying when you look at a star in the sky that's not from our time that's from no that's from the time that we see it right but in their time it's like ten thousand years later yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah right yeah okay so what he's Mm -hmm. saying is that time is sort of like light it's just stretched okay yeah, 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 which makes to- makes total sense, right? Like gravity is actually propelling time, mm-hmm. right? I'll just mute my phone. Um, gravity is pushing time forward or light forward, and that's creating like like a stretch of time, and that actually makes sense with spirituality because what we say is the infinite moment of now. But of course, it's the infinite moment of now if like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if your consciousness doesn't change, like you know, people are like, "Oh, I'm 35, but I feel like I'm 10." That's because your mind doesn't change, your consciousness doesn't change, but the physical surroundings change mm-hmm. because of the stretching of time. Like if you're like if you're listening to this on Apple or like Spotify or whatever, check it out on YouTube. I'm doing hand motions. So like, um, time is pushing everything forward, which is like physical reality, but our mind stays centered no matter what like Mm -hmm. the world changes but our mind is stationary right right and that's prakriti prashua in yoga Mm -hmm. so like prashua is like the consciousness it's it's independent of time and prakriti is change nature it's always changing okay okay so what he was saying is that if you can harness gravity as an energy source you can transfer through moments in time Mm -hmm. which actually makes sense because if the gravity if it's just gravity that's pushing time forward if you can manipulate gravity why can't you just jump to different points in time right okay like you you could follow that logic i'm not saying how it's done i'm just saying like logically that actually makes sense yeah if that's yeah if those are connected if if that's the case yeah if that's yeah yeah yeah. we're not saying if it's real or not i'm just saying like these are all sure sure. but like okay i can see how logically that would make sense sure because you're just like you're just reversing gravity to a different point in time and that's what time travel technically could be Mm -hmm. right so what he was saying is that like what if they're like there's no evidence that shows us they're from a different planet is what Tom was saying. So what if they're from here just on a different timeline, different frequency? Right. And they're blipping in and out of our existence mm-hmm. to see what's going on. Like, you know, like the time travel theory. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. Maybe they're us from the future coming back to like warn us about something. Mm-hmm. 
like, okay, if that's true, how far does that rabbit hole go in terms of time? And that's kind of like, okay, like if let's say they came out with that and they're like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we can blip any point in time. I'd be like, okay, this is like too heavy for me now. I'm cool in my salaried life, living <laughs> in this apartment. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, okay, because like, now what? Right. Now what from that? Can I meet my ancestor? Uh, what does time really mean? What does reality really mean? And that's, maybe that's what it is where they're like, we can't give you the truth about what these UFOs are, UAPs are, because if you knew, it would just break your reality. Right. Yeah, and if because that's what, like, if what that's does it all true, freaking mean now? If, if it's true, yeah, like how many, even though like there's rules about time, um, like time travel, right? Like don't meet yourself yeah. or like yeah. you don't know the, the, the butterfly effect of it, right? So, um, but would people ever listen to those rules? Like would a person yeah, true, follow yeah. that yeah, exactly. if that was true, right? So I don't think people would. Right? <laughs> We would just it dismantle just, I our think reality. It, it would potentially become chaos. And just... So... Yeah. Right? Is that where we're headed? And that's why they don't want to tell us, like, hey, guys, we can time travel. Maybe. Yeah, if that's the case. yeah, That makes sense. You know? Like, that is actually pretty heavy. Because, like, um, on the George Knapp, Joe Rogan, Jeremy Corbell podcast, one thing he said is, like, like, we all want the truth, but can you handle the truth? <laughs> right? And it's like... When I heard Tom say that, I was like, I've never thought of time like that, that it's just a gravitational wave because it is literally light pushing forward. That's why you can see stars in the sky from like, like you see a star, like actually that's a thousand years in the past. Yeah. You're like, what does that even mean? Mm -hmm. Right. But it's like, no, no, it logically makes sense. It's because light is pushed forward by gravity. So if you can, if you can harness gravity, which is what they're saying, they're literally saying these crafts are powered by gravity. So, and then Bob Lazar, like, if you can harness gravity, you can, like, do anything. You can time travel, you can create force fields, you can, like, go, you know, through different um, atmospheres at will. Right. And it's all starting to, and this is why when I was watching, I was like, wait, if you read all this stuff, it's all starting to click. It's like, this makes sense. Mm -hmm. And all the yogis, the spiritual people were all talking about this, too. It's like, Prakriti Prashua. It's like, why is there this thing in our minds that, is independent of time. Right. Like literally I'm getting older. My physical body around me is getting older, but my mind stays the same. My consciousness stays the same. Mm -hmm. Cause that's the only thing that's independent of time. Okay. Here's another, here's another one that tripped me out. Um, speaking of consciousness. So what are we? Uh, Steve-O brought this up and I was like, that actually makes total sense too. So if we are the infinite mind of God, so if we are like consciousness, not like a physical, not like God, you know, like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what we call God. If if we are just like consciousness, right? So Tom brought this up actually first. He's like, life I've realized is a duality, and I was like, yeah, that's Taoism, bro. That's what I subscribe to. It's all yin yang, right? And he was like, they've been saying this for a while, and then Steve-O was like, if if, and you know, like in yoga, they say like we're all one. Mm-hmm. Right, you've heard that, right? So if we're all one and there's no duality, then you have like God or whatever it is, like experiencing nothing. Because you need the opposite to experience something. Yeah. Right? Like how would you know what happiness is without sadness? Sure. You need its mirrored opposite in order to 
say what that thing is mm-hmm. like oh this is heavy how do you know what heavy is because i know what light feels like right like light weight right so you need its opposite so what steve was saying is that one theory is that the universality like the oneness decided to create its opposite in order to experience something okay right yeah, yeah, yeah and from that duality created everything else the opposite of the opposite created something mm-hmm. and that is how the universality this consciousness this like because like remember the consciousness is independent of time right? yeah, yeah, yeah this consciousness this thing that we really are this conscious being is the universe experiencing itself which is what all the freaking spiritual texts have been saying like you are the universe realizing itself you are the universe like actualizing its reality and it's like spirituality will say that but then when i heard that from this podcast it was like actually that actually makes sense too because like what if you found out that we are literally just this hive mind this consciousness because we both have consciousness true right? yeah. all things have consciousness right mm-hmm. like athena is consciously aware of something yeah, 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 yeah. right so if that's all we are and it was created and that thing created the opposite in order to experience life because mm-hmm. it was bored because if you have nothing, if you have no opposite, you have nothing else. Like, you have no experience. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're following me? Mm-hmm. So, so then what if you found out that's what we all are? We're all an infant. Like, you can't die. We are immortal. Mm-hmm. Like, we are, because if you died, you just return back. Your consciousness would just return back to the universal consciousness. Right. Which is what avatar was saying too remember like the tree of you would just go back to the tree yeah 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 yeah. and you're like bro if that's what we are are we literally playing like, or it's like it can work with reincarnation too right it's just you're going that's you're that's what he's saying like, we might not be on this planet it'll be on another planet that's another thing with the star seed yep, or whatever that, right so that's, seed, that's an, <laughs> yeah that's what tom was saying too he's like he's like we are infinite and that's we are immortal and that's what reincarnation is we just we just keep like the the um the consciousness that we have is independent of time our bodies will die but it'll just morph into another thing mm-hmm. or no no it won't morph we're already a part of that thing right yeah, like, yeah we yeah, are yeah. okay like, you know both of our consciousness is is that thing mm-hmm. we're all pulling from the same level of consciousness except like physically experienced mm-hmm. but it, it created because it was bored or like not bored. Well, I guess bored. We could say it's bored because it has nothing. Like if you if you had no opposite, you would have nothing. Right. Like literally, like you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you wouldn't know what something is without the opposite. Mm-hmm. So that's why it had to create the opposite. It created Taoism, duality, mm-hmm. in order to experience life. And we are just this interplay. Like quite literally, my life is a video game. Like you know that that idea of like what if we're just aliens like people say it all the time like what if we're just plugged into the matrix and we're just playing this video game and then when we die we should wake up from the video game right it's like that actually quite literally be what's going on mm-hmm. so now if that's true so then how does that play into our reality would we all freak out again you know like if they admitted actually this is what's really going on you know would we unravel like all of these things are making me like oh yeah we can't handle that yeah, I don't think people. Because uh, what do we do in video games, bro? Go around killing, do whatever you want. Sure, right. 
would we have total anarchy and chaos? It's like, oh, we're not going to die anyways. Kill. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it could it, be it used would, against. Yeah, it could be used like that. Yeah, sure. And maybe that's the fear. That's why it's like, oh, we can't actually tell you that we're a part of this universal consciousness. Mm-hmm. It sounds ridiculous, but it's tied into the UAP thing. So. Right. Like. Because of the time thing, like the time. Yeah, 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 thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's, it's not like these UAPs aren't independent of this time reality thing, but like if they're tapping into. They jump in through like, time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, if they're jumping through time. So then what does that mean about our reality? Like, oh, okay. So we're a conscious being like, you know what I mean? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. tied in to that narrative. And it's like, if that's true, that's really heavy, man. Cause I mean, like I play my game, my, my video game of life like that, but I don't know how other people would take that. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I think it depends on your own individual self. If you're getting to that point, I don't, I don't see why you would, like, it wouldn't be something you'd tell people unless you really know them. <laughs> right. And, and what happens if you didn't like the place you are in the video game? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to bring this uh, example up because it's like, it's the most salient example for me, but like, one of our friends who like, um, like, passed away of his own hand. I don't know how to say that oh, politely. Sure. But, like, you know what I mean? But, like, and every time I hear the story, I was like, yeah, he knew in the video game of life. He's like, oh, I'm done. Because he was going in and out of jail. He's like, I, I literally can't do anything here. Mm-hmm. Like, I have no job. I can't get a job. I'm like, it's too tough. I'm like, addicted. Right. And then, boom. So, if we all, if, if we knew that life was a video game, then it didn't matter if we died because we're infinitely connected to this universal consciousness. And remember, I, I always reference it like he just reset the video game. He's like, cool. Didn't. Like, let's play again. Mm-hmm. But if this was true, how many more people would just did replay? Right, right. Yeah, it's true. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It would totally destroy the way we're like, you're like, this, this game sucks. Let me start <laughs> again. For real though, right? No, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's why they want to tell us what's really going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, here's another one. And this one tripped me out hard. So... Yeah, see, all these things are like, I don't even know if I want to know this. Like, you know, so, okay, here's, here's one that Tom said. I was like, okay, so I'm going to tell you the, the, the way it was phrased because it sounds so ridiculous. And then I'm going to tell you the logic and you're going to be like, that actually makes sense. So um, what they think is UFOs might be feeding off of our emotion. Sounds ridiculous. Sure. Like, what are you talking about, bro? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So he likened it to this. What if, like a fly, has our brains are what's giving us emotion, mm-hmm. right? So what if a fly evolved to the point that it could create technology to travel throughout space and time? And then it happened upon this planet and was like, what is this thing, emotion? And then they started studying emotion. Mm-hmm. So that's what the abductions are. Them like stealing people to analyze us because what is the one thing we, we have that they don't have is emotion. And they're like, wait, if I cut into him, he starts feeling fear. Oh, what is that? Oh, it's love. Oh, what is that? Mm-hmm. You know, it could, it could be like they want to manufacture it for ourselves. Or what he said, too, is it might not be even a fly. What if it's AI? Because AI has no emotion. Like robots have no emotion. Right. So they came here and they're like studying us to be like, I want that thing. How do I reverse engineer that thing? Mm-hmm. And they're like, that's what the abductions are. They'll abduct us, figure out some stuff, send us back. Sure. 
right. could be. And what if, what if that's the thing? And it's like, that's pretty trippy too. It's like, you were like cattle for them or, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if you found out that you were just food for, or like a science experiment for another alien thing, well, one, how powerless do we feel? And two, what is the galactic empire that we are not privy to? Because I think of Dune. Remember like Dune? They were like going from planet to planet. Like, oh, we're going to this planet to get some spice. And then we're yeah. going to go to like this other planet with like warriors and stuff. What if we are just a planet within a whole ecosystem of planets? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, how would you feel then? It's like, you're actually powerless. Like those, those like first world problems that you think you have don't matter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, there's this thing governing over you, you know, like that's way bigger than your silly society. Right. Like how would we feel about that? Like, how would you feel about that? Something bigger than us. Yeah. You're just like, Oh, Oh, I'm actually way more insignificant than I thought I was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, sure. Yeah. Like that's really what, like it it hit me last night where it's like, it's not that these things are here and we want to figure out what it is. Like for me, I was just like, oh, what is this thing? Right. But it's like Pandora's box, bro. If you open this door, it's like, the real question is, why is it here? It's not, is it here anymore? It's why is it here? Mm -hmm. And that's the freakiest part because we don't know. And we all think we want to know, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, they're going to save us, blah, blah, blah. It's like, or you just find out a bunch of the things that we were just talking about. And it's like, oh, I actually didn't want to know that. Right. You know? Well, we'll only know when we do find out. <laughs> True. Yeah, totally. Or I'll just keep it under wraps because we might not be able like, like, what do you think? Do you think disclosure is good? Because now I'm kind of on the fence. I'm like, I actually don't know if you should tell people. Because even I'm freaking out. I'm like, like, bro, I'm, I, mm. I read the JFK. Like, what is going on? You know, like the MK Ultra Operation Paperclip. You're like, wait, that's going on? That's so freaky. And that was already messing with my head. So then if I d- delve deeper into this thing, you find out exactly what these things are. It's like, oh, that's heavy. Because I'm walking around like, bro, you don't even know. Sure. Like, you, like, you know what I mean? Like, Imagine that information. You're like, you don't even know. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, make you go crazy. I don't know. I guess it could, but uh, I would probably rather know. You'd want to know like, what the thing is? But what would you do with the information, too? Depends on what you can do with it. <laughs> That's the thing, right? So if the information like, doesn't bullet? end up hurting anything, so I don't see it. But then what, what does that do to your sense of self? It depends on how, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, I, I do. I like, understand like, what you're saying. Yeah. In in the general public, I get that. I think it just depends on the individual how, like, how level minded they are. I guess with understanding. That, but this that's what I, that's what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. So it's like, it's like the information's out there. It, maybe if this is how it is, it should be like this. It's like we'll give you the information, but you have to do the due diligence of reading it. No, oh you know yeah, there's probably so, a lot of a lot of it's like that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Right, right. Like the like the JFK book, right? It seems so obvious to me that he was assassinated for specific reasons, right? But now you go into general life with that information, 
mm-hmm. and you seem like a weirdo. Right. Tom DeLong to me when I was watching that podcast, I was like, bro, you seem like a weirdo. <laughs> but then I was like, let me just listen to what you're saying because some of it might make mm-hmm. sense. And two, other people are taking you credibly serious. So it's like, okay, so you know something. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like within all this like weird talk that you're talking about, there's something. Oh, wait, wait, no, hold on, wait, wait. I forgot to mention this. Um, the whole stealing of emotions thing, it's been here forever, and, like throughout time, theoretically. And um, what he's saying is that's what we're mistaking the devil for. So when you hear about like angels and demons that want to steal your soul, or like you know, demons and the devil that want to steal your soul, it's really just like, aliens being like, I want to, I want to study you. Right. And then we just don't know what to call them. They're like, come from the sky. These things come from the sky and they're like doing tampering with us, et cetera, et cetera. Which actually kind of makes sense. It's like, because why do all biblical stories talk about something that comes from the sky down to earth? I thought it was a metaphor. But what mm. if it's not a metaphor? What if it's like a literal interpretation? They just don't know how to explain it. Right. You know? Like, like what if it's like a plane? Like, you know, if, if, if you were like an Aztec person now and you saw a plane, you're like, what the hell is that? It's something that came from the sky and blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it turned into myth. hmm You know what I'm saying? So, like, if that's true, then that would just unweave religion for us. Yep. Right? You'd be like, actually, there's no such thing as the devil. It's <laughs> these aliens that came down and we just create stories about them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. Like, that's another thing that could totally unravel society. Because we base, a lot of people base their lives on religion. Yeah. So if you got told, like, actually, your religion's fake and it's all about aliens. Like, what's that, bro? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, all of these things are just, like, almost too heavy. Yeah. Like, I feel like, okay, you would want to know, but you'd ignore it. You'd be like, okay, cool. Yeah, that's what's going on. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to let that affect the way I'm doing my life. Right? Sure. Yeah. Well, it's, it that depends on what you can control. Yeah, 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 of course. Like it's, is yeah, it right. really changing the world for, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I guess in that sense. Totally, totally, totally. And that's how you're interpreting it. For me, it's like, I hear that. And I'm like, what is going on? Because I really want to learn stuff, but maybe there's some stuff I don't want to learn mm-hmm. and you can't unknow what you know. Cause it shapes, sure. cause like when you know something, it shapes your, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like as a, as a simple example, like if you know, you turn on the stove and it's hot, you've touched it for like, Oh dude, that's hot. So you're mm-hmm. just going to avoid touching the stove. But people who don't know, it's like, they're going to touch the stove and keep burning themselves. So it's like, when you know something, it automatically shapes your behavior. Yeah. I will not touch that stove. Because I know it's hot. Right. Right? So it's, that's what I mean. Like, you can't unknow what you know. Sure. So it's like, if I know what's really going on, and I know that that's going to shape my behavior going forward, do I really want to know? That's what I'm saying. That's about understanding yourself. What level can right. you get to? Yeah. Totally. And I'm seeing in myself, I'm like, I don't know how this will shape my behavior. Like, let's say things get super bad, like around me, and um, I'm already nihilistic already, right? So it's like, Oh, I'm just gonna reset this video game. <laughs> yeah, right. You know I mean? Right. Like, right. Bro, you just you don't, don't know. know. You yeah, know yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah. know because I don't know what I'll do with that information. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, what about other people? So it's like, 
And it's like, that's why I feel like I'm hitting the end of this. Cause I'm like, I just, I don't know what I would do with that because that will shape my behavior going forward. Cause as I know, as I know, all knowledge does. Right. Sure. But I don't know if we're going to, I don't, I feel, I really feel like we're not going to get to that point. We're not going to know anything about this thing. If like what I mean in that direction, what you're saying, what Tom DeLonge is saying, I don't think we're going to get to that point. Yeah. Right. Like there's no way. Well, I mean, that's probably why there's no way it'll happen because Mm -hmm. they know that this could happen. Yeah. Probably. Like that's why that's why when George Knapp, because that's what that was my question as soon, as soon as I heard it, him saying that on the podcast, like what is the big secret that they don't want people to know? I'm like, I don't know, like what could that be? Like there's no way, there's nothing that you could tell me that wouldn't affect me. Mm-hmm. And I saw the Tom DeLong podcast, like these are really heavy theories, and if one of them is true, that's a problem. Right? Not a problem, but like that will shape my decision making going forward right 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 i also all do it though, right? yeah but like to talk about this it just then what you said earlier with was stephen greer yeah yeah stephen greer oh it's him saying that he's um a plant from the cia right him fake, right fake right but could then be it, too. could be too. no no what i'm saying is like now if that if that thing is true it's already making yes and now his stories are now making you thinking of stopping Oh yeah, yeah, true, true. Maybe it's working. Oh, so it worked. <laughs> Maybe it worked, bro. <laughs> true, bro. <laughs> right? Maybe the psyop did work. Good job, government. No, no, no. But for real, though, yeah. Because if they if they fed him like crazy information, and I'm listening to it, like I don't want to know this. Like it worked. Yeah, you're right. Right. Like, let's get off the UF UFO train. Mm-hmm. Fair point. Yeah. Okay, what Stephen Greer is saying, too, is that they could be, and I'm seeing it, too, (laughs) and I'm like, okay, this could actually be. So one thing that they brought up in the military-industrial complex is that if we could invent something otherworldly that we can go to war with, we can create a one-world government. Right? Because, like, us versus them, bro. They're trying to take over. We gotta go to war. So Stephen Greer is saying that they're using Tom DeLong as a plant because they want to embed in the minds of people that um, that there's this enemy that's coming that we have to fight against. Okay. To create a one right, 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 right. And when I when I listen to these UAP stories, like from Jeremy Corbell and like um, uh, Tom DeLong, it does sound like there's he's creating division. Like, even with that, like, oh, they're stealing humans to study our emotion. I'm like, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you're already creating division. But what Stephen Greer is saying is that they're enlightened beings that want to help humanity. Right. So it's like, okay, I'd, I'd rather subscribe to Stephen Greer's narrative of, like, them being nice versus them being enemies. But I'm seeing that it is being slowly painted as an enemy. Maybe yeah, both, maybe Corbell's maybe like, both exist. You can't. Oh yeah, good, good. Angels and devils, right? Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that is what it is. Yeah. Like, because everyone says it. It's like if you go to biblical text and you read it, they all talk about space people that come from the sky. Mm-hmm. God came down from heaven. Um, there's like the um, chariots of fire. Right. Zeus is like 
Yeah. You know, traveling across, like everyone's got one. The Anunnaki story from the Sumerians. Mm-hmm. This is trippy. I, I didn't read this though. Like, I don't know where they're getting this from. Maybe I need to read more Sumerian texts, but in so you know, Sumeria is like the oldest civilization on earth. Right. Like it was like the yeah, yeah, it was yeah. the oldest one we could date back to. Mm-hmm. Right. And what their history, Sumerian history, is that uh is that the aliens came down and they they tampered with monkey DNA and to create us to work for them. Right. Right. The Anunnaki is what they're called, like the yeah, gods yeah, yeah. came down and created us. And then uh what Tom DeLong was saying is if you look at the the um animals within the hieroglyphs mm-hmm. like you know like how it's like half human half yeah, yeah, yeah. like whatever and like chimera is like a lion and a tiger or like a mm-hmm. eagle or something right yeah he's saying that that is supposedly them testing out different forms of dna okay like it's like yeah, oh yeah, this yeah. didn't work oh no it didn't work all right cool so like that could be it as well you know when you talk about like giants and Mm-hmm. maybe they were just like oh messed up on our tampering who knows right but it's all starting to like click now like like spirituality and aliens are very much linked and i didn't even know that because mm-hmm. i've been deep diving into like ancient history and like if you do that you go to this point of like aliens because we don't know how to explain these things right you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, what mm-hmm. if that was true, bro? Like, what if, what if the Anunnaki story is true? Like, yeah. all of these, te- like, all of these things are like saying, like, hypothesizing about aliens. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and like, I think we said it like last week about like the chapter about in the aerial fighters. Like, they have a whole chapter on like different aliens. There's like five races that we know have been visiting. You will encounter them as you fly out. Well, okay. As an yeah, aviation yeah. pilot, remember that when I was telling you that, mm-hmm. like this is actually like in their textbook. They like they read it from the textbook. Like you don't just randomly put chapters in a textbook, right? You know, it's like they knew something, and then there was like some weird cover up. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. What, what are you thinking? Like, it kind of seems like it's, it's all a, it's a wild story, right? It's a wild story. It's kind of like all over the place, though, right? That's the point of it being all yeah uh, confusing. True, I we guess. don't know. Yeah. But, but okay, the prompt, though, being, we all agree that they're here, but why are they here? Right? That's more of the prompt. It's like, now, now we're filling in the narratives, mm-hmm. and all the narratives are crazy, but it's more like, for me, the why they're here opens up a whole can of worms that it's like, are you sure you want to know why? Because of all the craziness we said, if it's sure. one of those stories that we said that is crazy, then you're like, oh, maybe I really didn't want to know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you remember, um, let's go back to the Congress hearing, when David Grush said that they might be um, interdimensional beings? Yeah, yeah. Remember, and I was like, and we were both like, what is this? Like, what are you saying, right? And he's like, well, according well, we, to physical, we matched like, it to, physics. yeah, quantum physics, right? Right, 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 right. But it's like, I don't know, like that doesn't, I don't know how that makes sense, right? But with the light thing that I brought up earlier with like Tom Long saying about like different frequencies of light, like different time periods, and you can jump within, if you can harness gravity, you can jump within different realities, Mm -hmm. right? 
Because, like, you know how even even at, like, the molecular level, right, like, gravity is different at a certain point, right? If you go small enough, our math equations don't work because gravity has changed. Yeah. Right? That That's why they can't figure out quantum physics because the math isn't making sense. It's not affected. Point. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's, like, affected by gravity or not. And it's not affected by gravity or it's just too small to have. Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so what he's saying is that if you can tap into gravity like as a power source you could potentially jump through like not even times not even time periods but like frequencies of life so what i mean by that is like you know um a dog can't see color sure yeah yeah right but we can see color Mm -hmm. so there's a frequency that the dog can't see but we can see there's a reality there that's that's um not visible to the dog or for Mm -hmm. us uh, bees can see like radio waves. We can't see radio waves. Right. Yeah. So if you can, if you can use gravity, then you can jump into those different frequencies mm-hmm. because those are all related to like quantum mathematics. Right. They're all like tied to gravity. Right. Mm-hmm. So then another theory is like, maybe they're not even, maybe they're literally interdimensional beings, like not even from our physical 3d world. And yeah, they're yeah. just like blipping it out. Like like what Tom was saying, this is crazy, is like the the past, like all things in the universe are happening all at once. Mm-hmm. You, you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. there are layers on top of one another. We see 3D space, right? A bee sees like more than 3D. A dog sees less than 3D, right? Sure. But these are all like different realities layered on top of one another. Yeah. Right. So maybe they are quite literally in our world, but in a different, different realm of a different frequency of reality. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 And and what they're saying, hypothesizing, is like the reason why things things um, picked up after the explosion of the atom bomb. Like they're like, oh, dude, like all these aliens keep coming from like after the explosion of the atom bomb and then we see that they'll like literally turn off nuclear weapons um like there's a story in russia where they flew in shut off the nuclear weapons like flew away right they're like why are they tampering with our nuclear weapons what they theorize too is that the atom bomb because it lets off an emp we don't know what level, what frequency of reality that is also affected. So mm-hmm. they're living in our frequency of reality. Like they are literally here right now next to me, but I can't see them. Right. But because of the severity of the atom bomb, they're like, what is going on? So they blip into our reality, check out what's going on. And they're like, dude, stop exploding this thing. Yeah. And right. they'll blip out. Right. And that's why when you see these Tic Tacs, it seems like they're disappearing, but they're not disappearing. They're just hopping in and out of our reality. Mm-hmm. So if that's true, dude, what's like, are there ghosts around me right now? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. That's, you know, isn't that what you know that, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right. Quite literally. Like what is, and then Tom started talking about like how, if we are connected to this universal mind, that's how telekinesis happens. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he said the craziest thing. And I was like, okay, that actually makes sense. So like, I won't use his example because his example was lewd, so I won't do it. But um, a similar example is like, you know when somebody's mad at you and you feel it? 
like, ooh, the energy, the vibe is off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said that's telekinesis. Okay. It makes sense. Well, if you, it's not that that's telekinesis. Scientists called it mirror neurons. So we have literally in our pre, you can read about this mirror neurons in our prefrontal cortex. Um, I am mirroring the same emotion as you. That's why when I look at you, I can feel how you're mm-hmm. feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So like that is a part of our brains, but there's a next level Tom saying where it's like, that's how you can telekinetically interface with other people. Okay. If, but if we are connected yeah, yeah, yeah. to this one mind, that actually literally, that makes sense. Like, I could see the logical jump there. Right? hmm But then what does that mean if I, like, voodoo? Like, you know, like, voodoo, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. sense of bad juju your way. And all of a sudden, bad stuff started happening. Karma. You know what I mean? These are all interconnected with spirituality. And that's why it's freaking me out, because I'm like, I read about all this. And now you're actually putting a logical explanation to it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And that's like, that's heavy, bro. Because <laughs> you're like, is it like, like, is there something that we don't realize we have the control of or the power of? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if we are all connected to the universal mind, like, why can't I work on telekinetically speaking to you? Mm-hmm. It's not, this all sounds ridiculous, but it logically makes sense. We don't know if any of this is true, but like, I can see the logical jumps now. Because when people are like, oh, telekinesis, I'm like, I don't, I have no idea. Like, I don't know how that will work. Right. But this makes sense if we're all connected. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To like, universal mind. I don't know. Wait, yeah, what, what do you think? I was just thinking of Brainiac. Is that what he was trying to do? Oh, I don't know. Connect, connecting all our minds, or like, or was he just absorbing? Oh, really? I don't. I don't remember now, but something like that. Oh, <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> okay, yeah, maybe. Yeah, actually, you you remind. Okay, let's stop this UFO topic now, because um, <laughs> you remind me of something. Uh, with I was just watching the. Actually, I'll jump to Elon, and then I'll jump back to his UFO one, because I, I forgot I wanted to talk about the Mexican body. Um, but we'll jump to Elon. So I was watching. I haven't finished yet, but he was talking to Tucker Carlson. Have you seen that? It came out two months ago. No. Dude, it's trippy. I can't wait to make some cuts out of it. So basically what he was saying is uh, ChatGBT. So the founder of Google used to like room with uh, Elon Musk. Okay. And what the founder of Google said is he wants to create a super intelligence. He wants to create an AI super intelligence. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard, I've heard of that story. Yeah. Okay. So what, what Elon was saying is that he created ChatGPT to combat that because that would have been a closed source system. Mm-hmm. That would have been controlled only by Google. But he wanted to make it so that everyone can control it. So like ChatGPT, OpenAI, Open is open source. Right. But now it's gotten out of hand. So what he's saying is that the real fear, like he said, I've been a champion of regulation for AI for such a long time. And he's like, a lot of people put me as like, oh, the anti-regulation guy. And he's like, when you deal in space and you deal in like all this other stuff, like cars, for example, different cars around the world, you have to deal with regulators. And he's like, 99.9% of the time, 
I'm always complying with regulators. It's only that like 0.01% that you hear about. And sure. I make a big kerfuffle, like, oh, I don't want to deal with you, blah, blah, blah. But he's like, most of the time I'm dealing, I'm like complying with it. So he's like, I know a lot about regulation, right? Mm-hmm. And what, what the interviewer said was, you only create regulation once a problem has happened, right? Yeah. Like somebody dies, yeah, yeah, yeah. you create a regulation for it. Right. So what Elon was saying is he wants to create the regulation now because what happens if there's a point of no return? AI gets too powerful and you can't regulate it. Mm-hmm. That was freaking me out last night too. I was like, bro. Because he's like, it won't look like Terminator. They're not going to put on robot bodies and like kill us. It's just going to be shaping how we live our life. Sure. Until we just die. Because like he was saying the reason why he is having so many kids and he's such a proponent of having children is because we see such a steep decline in childbirth. He's like, potentially, like the human race could just die out because we don't want to procreate anymore. Right. And that would be the end of us. It would not be like we come to war with AI. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But everything just becomes so confusing, so easy. Like if we have nothing to fight about, we're going to fight about gender. And then we have technology now through AI to like manipulate our genes, right? We have like these youth who are like castrating themselves at a very young age. Like, you know what I mean? But like, could this be AI driven? We don't know. Because mm-hmm. you're seeing your algorithm. You're like, oh, well, everyone's a- Right, I see what you mean. A, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, his, that's what he's scared of. And I was like, oh, dude, I could see that too. That actually makes total sense as well. Mm-hmm. Could AI be killing us? through our belief system right do you see that new thing where it's like uh i, I keep sending it around because it's so funny it's like dogs are the new children and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. i've heard that pets. right oh oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. okay 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 i didn't see the plant, it isn't plant thing okay 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 so dogs are the new children and plants are the new pets children traditional children are for the rich and the elite mm-hmm. and i was like that actually makes sense <laughs> And that was just fed to me by my AI. I'm reinforcing that belief system because I'm seeing it over and over through my AI. You're programming me through an algorithm. And then the human race dies off because nobody wants to procreate. It's the easiest way for AI to win. Mm -hmm. Right? Because AI has no lifetime. It's not like a hundred year span, it'll die like us. AI is just like, yeah, I just got to wait 200 years. Cool. I'll just wait 200 years. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know what you think about that. Uh, like, yeah, you would are... see the potential for AI. Yeah, yeah. I get the reasoning, yeah, for why they want, or why he wants to do the regulations now. Yeah. Right? So now, we have aliens. We have interdimensional realities. We have AI, so many things attacking us. It's like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. I feel like we're heading to this zone of like, this is cool. He called it a, I didn't even realize that that's what that meant. But like, he's like, we're heading towards a singularity. And a singularity is basically a black hole. Black hole, they call it a singularity or a black hole because you don't know what's beyond the black hole. Right. You, you can't, we can't send things yeah, into yeah, a black yeah, hole. Yeah. Don't know right because the gravity gravity is so strong 
So like this is our singularity event. This is our black hole. We don't know where the future will lead. And I feel like we're about to hit that actually. Like with the disclosure of UAPs, with AI, with declining birth rates. What he said was in Japan, and they're a leading indicator, um, there's more suicides than there were births yeah, yeah. last year. So it's like, okay, are we literally just going to, like a candle just being blown out? Like no battle, there was no fight. It's just you just died because right. AI made you believe a certain thing. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Uh, sure. Yeah, maybe. Um, but I I don't think it's going to get everyone right. I don't think it's going to like. It'll eviscerate the human race, but not end human it, race. It won't like. It won't stomp us out. Yeah. Like there'll still be like some Adam and Eve kind sure. of thing, you know, like a s- small subsect. But like right now, we've we've controlled most of the Earth, right? Mm-hmm. But now it's like, are we just going to pull back from that now? Like, we won't have our complete dominance anymore? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, right? Like, or maybe we hit this point where we merge with AI and then we become like cyborgs. That's also possible. I think that's more likely. Yeah. Well, that's also what he's doing Neuralink, right? Isn't that where we're going to go yeah, with totally, that? Yeah, totally, so, yeah. totally. So there's a way. <laughs> The world is trippy. Okay, what do you think about? Well, the there's, a lot, of, there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of other questions about like there's sure AI or not having kids, but I think it's also like there is a lot of issues with having kids or like isn't that like there's a, like like um not like childbirth like getting it? yeah the the whole process of that that affects your like for the women's side that affects their career timeline and things like that right so it's like Maybe like these are other factors that are so potentially the reasons. Oh, it's not just AI. No, 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 for for sure. No, right. no, for sure, for sure, for sure. That's why um, there's like I know. Well, I think we saw that somewhere, but like they're probably creating like a, uh, like a different thing. Oh that, my god! Yeah, no, I I know what you're about to say. The, um, <laughs> they create the embryo in the lab. Uh, Is not, that what you're talking about? No, 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 no. Like they're making. Oh. Uh, well, it'll be something like that, but it'll be making. Um, like a womb it just came out to no, it just yeah they just came out they oh, just said yeah, yeah, yeah. That they created it I'm so like if yeah like, so what? like if that if that becomes a legitimate thing does that then oh, allow people God. to have kids in a way that it's like you can now control it you can you know they won't have problems you can fine-tune it <laughs> oh my God. so we're creating we're splicing we're like creating yeah, like probably, maybe. Babies. yeah. sure we might get to. They might it'll eventually get to that point. Maybe. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. If there was, if there is, okay. So Joe Rogan brought this up. I was like, that actually makes sense. So like, what if the natural rate of evolution for any species is they create technology? At some point, uh, technology will become uh, smart. Hold on. I gotta make sure because uh, Terry's coming home. So I just gotta yeah. cut it soon. Um, but. Um, what if what if technology is the natural progression of any species? You'll create technology to make life easier. Boom, 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 sure. boom, boom. So like um at some point you will create technology. So what if on a distant planet they're thousands, thousands of years ahead of us and they've already 
gone through designer babies and everything is perfect what is the last thing you have to evolve your consciousness right right this is the last thing like if everything's perfect it's like well what do you want to do you want to create some art what does it mean to meditate mm-hmm. what can i do with my mind and that is stephen greer's theory <laughs> so he believes that the aliens are these highly evolved beings where they don't mm-hmm. have to worry about energy because they've tapped into gravity. They don't have to worry about food because like if you have infinite energy, you can create infinite food. So all they're doing is just creating like uh, no, no, fine tuning their conscious capabilities. And that's why telepathy works for them. Right. Cause they have nothing like, it's sort of like us when we invented agriculture, mm-hmm. right? Like human beings, we had spent all of our time hunting and gathering. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. when you create agriculture, it's like, okay, now I have time to think. But then if you solve the problem to a point where it's like, I have everything I need, now I have time to just evolve spiritually. And that's why his CE5, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, is a meditation app because it allows you to contact the aliens to come and right, like, right, right. speak with you. Remember that? I was like, oh, yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah, so yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. But it sounded ridiculous, but now that we're talking about it, it's like, actually, I could see how that could logically progress in that manner. Because if we had everything provided to us, what else are you going to do except create art and like evolve spiritually? Yeah, I think we talked about that before, but I don't know. We'll see. I don't, I don't right. know. If that, that'll probably be for some or people. Or die off. Yeah, that's also Or die off. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Become like a zombie. You know. But like that's one thing we haven't explored. What is consciousness? Like what can we do with our consciousness? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, uh, what do you think about? I'm just gonna like slowly wrap this up. What What do you think about the Mexican UFO body? Uh, I think that there was a lot of issues with the guy. I think that's what I heard. Really issues in the sense too. of like he's brought up things like this before and they've been debunked. The, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I've heard that too. But the only thing for me now is like now it's it's starting to get more and more exposure. So it's not even if it's not real. It's like, okay, more people are going to come out. More people are going to come out. Sure. Yeah. I think we're hitting like this point of like more and more disclosure. But what um, do you know about it or what did he say about it? Do you know? Do you remember? No, nothing. No, it, it just literally came out on September 12th, this past Tuesday. Or like, what did he say about the, what they are? Who? The Joe Rogan? Oh, no, no, no. All about the, the Mexican? The Mexican thing. There's just alien bodies that have been found in Peru and they've been mummified. Right. It was like a, in like a seven, cavern. yeah, seven hundred, like to a thousand years ago. That's, yeah, that's yeah, his yeah. claim. Car- carbon dated, but I mean, okay, so Peru is the epicenter for spirituality. Like that's where you go for like ayahuasca trips, and like that's where like Cusco is where he said right, Cusco, Peru, and okay. I've been to Cusco, and that's where Machu Picchu is, mm-hmm. and that's where they studied the stars. Like if you go to Machu Picchu, like the whole thing is a star analyzer right it's like right right like they're they were really into space right so like there's a fact that's not even like fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like they were like they were astronomers in machu picchu that sure. was a big thing that's why it was so high up too so it's like were aliens visiting machu picchu and one of these aliens ended up being stuck in a mine mm-hmm. and then thousands of years or a thousand years later we found it like it actually that like, I thought it was found in Mexico, and I was like, that's kind of weird. But then when I saw the thing, it was like, it was found in Cusco, Peru. I was like, that actually kind of lines up right. with sure. 
Machu Picchu. See, spirituality and like ancient civilizations, they all lead back to some sort of alien thing. Which is why I'm like, oh, maybe I went down the wrong rabbit hole. I thought I was just studying yoga and martial arts. Now it's like, actually, you were studying aliens the whole time. <laughs> right. You're like, oh, dude, bro. It's <laughs> trippy. Um, yeah, okay. So I guess we'll never know. Um, well, I think we'll know if, yep. if he sends it out to other labs to test. Yeah, the Neil Tyson was saying. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to do that. We'll see. Yeah, he's doesn't mean. Maybe he's like, oh, we're debunked. Um, Okay, uh, one, two, talk about AI. Okay, uh, one more thing, and then we'll talk about the iPhone 15. Uh, so I finished Day After Roswell, and remember how I said uh, Christopher Nolan added so many rabbit holes? Sure, yeah. Okay, so Chris, so from the Oppenheimer movie, I read the JFK book, okay? From the JFK book, a lot of people were saying it's connected to UFOs, so I read the Day After Roswell. Didn't know it had anything to do about JFK. They mentioned JFK in this book and how he was starting to be like suspicious of the CIA's information that they were providing to him. Mm -hmm. And they said like years later he would find out the truth, like the horrible reality of it because he got killed, right? So they're bringing in the JFK assassination to this UA UFO thing. Right. Okay. So I'm like, Christopher Nolan, you know some stuff that... Actually, wait, this is kind of interesting. Tara was like, when I sent her the alien video, she's like, oh, that looks just like E.T. And I'm like, yeah, Steven Spielberg allegedly is super into aliens. Mm -hmm. And like the E.T. movie was based off of things he like read from reports. Right. He just turned it into a movie. Yeah, yeah, that's, I was going to say that too. Yeah, yeah. People were making that connection to E.T. That he just looked like yep. e to E.T. Alien. Yeah. And it makes sense because it's like, yeah, bro, because Steven Spielberg is really deep in aliens, bro. Like, if you look at why he created E.T. the movie, is that, which is interesting because um, Tom DeLong's movie. So the reason why they wanted to get Tom DeLong is because they were like, if we can get this celebrity to make it easier for people to digest, then we can. He even talked about it on the podcast. He's like, first, we tell them U U UAPs are a thing. You're like, oh, dude, that's crazy. And then you get used to it. Like, okay, UAPs are a thing. Okay, yeah, they're, they're actually from, um, they're not from outer space. Oh, dude, what? But we knew that they're UAPs. Though. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right. They're mm -hmm. not from outer space. And he's like, we slowly integrate it. And they're like, they're actually interdimensional beings. You're like, wait, what? But then you explain, you know what I mean? So it's right. like, it's a slow rollout. And that's why he, they want Tom DeLong to like use his media. Mm -hmm. uh, media outlets in order to get this out to the public like slowly medicine drip them like get used to like okay uaps are real all right cool next step like they're from the, they're not from this planet okay cool you know what i mean yeah and um it's interesting because his movie's coming out october 6th i was oh. waiting for this one okay <laughs> yeah and his movie is so basically what he said to people who are like people who watch it are like oh that's cool it's a tom DeLong movie blink going to i love mm -hmm. that guy but what he said is that he put all the truth into this movie, but he's presenting it like a comedy. But it's like, it's so people can slowly accept the idea of aliens. Right. Yeah. And I, I was watching the, uh, after you talked about angels and demons and stuff, I saw one of the clips in the trailer is like pictures of angels and demons. I'm like, are you going to admit to us that, you know, like there, these uh, yeah. are, are not actually angels, demons is actually aliens. Mm -hmm. like, is that what you're going to put in the movie? But then you make it jokey. Like it's a, it's a comedy. So you're like, Oh, okay. Oh, it's not real. Right. It's like, but it is real. All right, anyways. Um, 
So, okay, so back to the day after Roswell. They theorize in that book, the whole thing was interesting because they attribute night vision goggles, silicone chips, lasers, bulletproof vests, and fiber optic cables to back engineering of crafts. So they they realize that they realize that the aliens could see in the dark, so they need a way to figure out how to do that. So they created night vision goggles. It's like you see something, and you're like, how do I make that? And then right. they just made it. Right, and then silicone chips, same thing. Lasers, same thing. Bulletproof vests. I thought this was interesting. They noticed that when they're uncovering the bodies of the aliens, they were they're wearing these suits. And then, so uh, so when they started to take apart the suit, they're like, oh, it's like a enmeshed fiber. And as they study, they're like, wait, we could probably make some sort of bulletproof armor if we use enmeshed fiber. So that's what bulletproof is. It's just like meshing, so that when it hits the bullet, it just doesn't break the thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's how a bulletproof vest works. It's like the meshing is so compact that when you shoot it, shoot a bullet at it, it doesn't tear through the thing and just slows it down on impact. Right. So theoretically, they came up with that idea from the spacesuits of the aliens. I'm just saying, bro, that like, if this book is true, this is a crazy book. (laughs) And it actually makes sense as to like where we came up with the idea. Because there was an explosion of technology, remember? Like, like how do we get from like, a hundred years of evolution mm-hmm. and a hundred years of time. And we like the advancement made in this last 100 years eclipses what we did for thousands of years. Yeah. Like how can we move so quickly? Oh, cause of alien technology. We were inspired by alien technology that we recovered. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Do you agree or like you could see how that logical. Yeah, it could like, make sense. Yeah, evolved? sure. It could make sense if that's true. There's other scenarios of the, that, information much more easier to gather yeah fair 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 fair. yeah you're right you're right you're right there's just one of those hypotheses sure um okay last thing and this is the title of the <laughs> podcast because uh, you don't want to freak out too many people about like yeah let's be like what um to make it make it simple for people to enter sure uh, so i feel like we're hitting a point of actually let me ask you first you think we should call it iPhone 15, or like we should make it by aliens. Uh, it depends. Because the last podcast where I wrote like it's obviously aliens, and then that got like 800 views. I was like, oh, dude. I think I think I think that's where you use Google Trends to find out what's going on. (laughs) Was it the Mexican alien body? That's what we call this one. (laughs) That's probably the thing that's happening this week. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, you know what? Fine. You think all right? We're gonna decide on the podcast right here iPhone 15 or Mexican alien body? I think the Mexican alien thing has much more Damn, of an right, attraction right, right now. We're going, we're going deep. All right, fine. Um, so have you made it this far on the podcast? You figured out why we switched it from iPhone 15 to <laughs> Mexican alien bodies. Okay, what do you think about iPhone 15? I feel like we're hitting the point now, like plateauing. What do you think? Um, yeah, it was just rudimentary. What did I say? Not rudimentary. It's just incremental stuff. Yeah, right. It's like, oh. I, like I. I'm just like I'm, I'm just waiting like, on. Like, what say that again? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Positioning it. Positioning it as like a yeah, as like a gaming thing now. That's all I'm getting. It's like you could play video games on the same. Like, bro, what? I just play video games on a, like a other thing. Like they're like the. Actually, the I was. Uh, I don't think the Apple was saying that, or Apple was showing that, but I think that was someone else's post. But I was pretty impressed. But I was like. Yeah, when I actually saw, yeah, when I actually saw, uh, because I watched the keynote and when they showed like 
oh, I didn't know you could have this game on here. I think that's kind of surprising. Okay, surprising or worth buying? Surprising, sure. Worth buying? I don't know. If it's, if, if, again, it's like, are you into that gaming world? Um, if you're looking for right. something, I think that's kind of a, would make sense. Um, yeah. But a lot of people do do mobile gaming. So to be able to have access to now these bigger scale games, I think that's, there's a, that's kind of interesting. That's pretty interesting, I think. You don't think that, you don't think that you would just switch to like a, the PS PlayStation mobile or no, the then they would have already done Switch. so, right? I think mobile gaming is much so, more bigger than actually console gaming. <laughs> like it's huge. Okay, so so the biggest development from the fourteen to fifteen is that they're shifting target audiences from regular consumers to mobile. I don't think gamers. so. I, I think that they're this is like to I didn't expect that I was like, Oh, I didn't like I know this game is on PlayStation to have it on an iPhone. Like I get it. Yeah, but like who's <laughs> but who's gonna play an iPhone but who's gonna play an iPhone game? Like really? Because uh, you need the controller. Like what are you gonna do? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what they're where they're getting their like what numbers that they have, right? Or how many people are actually playing these kinds of games, what particular times types of games and stuff like that. So they have all that information. So Right, okay. But like are you gonna switch your phone? Me? I don't know, not yet. That's what I mean. So it's like, well, I already have a PlayStation, but again, I'm not. I'm not really much of. That's what I mean. A mobile gamer, but that's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. So it's like, yeah, this is a cool positioning, but like, as a phone, it's it's sort of like when you told me you're like, oh, well, the pictures are getting better. I'm like, yeah, but there's a point where I'm just gonna buy an actual camera. You know, like no pro photographer is gonna use an iPhone. I think again. I think even yeah, yeah, but even when we talk about that, I feel like more. Uh, it depends on how much the camera can do to the point where if they need to use a big bulky camera or just have a small camera. Depends on what no, no, you're but, using it for. But there's, no, but it's, it's impossible. Like, as a photographer myself... No, 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 no I get that. I get that. No, 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 I understand that. But I mean, like, that's to the point where a person becomes to that level of pro, right? Right, no, 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 no but it's not, it's not pro. It's like, even if you're an amateur, so, like... It's like you're never going to, because like when you say pro, it's like no, there's like pro photographer, there's am- amateur photographer, but photographer period. We'll just say photographer. You need a camera because there's like aperture, f stop, sure. Feeds, like yeah, yeah. No, I understand that. I understand that. Just, like, but like we, we can't do an iPhone. I get that. I get that. But we know like. As, I will never call you a photographer if you have an iPhone. I'm like, you're not a photographer. No, no, no. I know that. I know that. that. But all that's what's happened to the camera industry is they've declined because an iPhone has taken over or phones taken over. No, no. As as a as a um, as a mass market tool. Yeah. Right. Sure. But like as a a photographer, like somebody who does that thing, like you're not you can never enter that realm. There's going to be a point where you're just like, let me just get an sure. actual camera yeah, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. want to take photos. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, sure. Like, on my trip, snap, I don't need to buy a point and shoot. Totally. But like, the industry of photography itself, it's like you can't use an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Right? So I liken that to video games. It's like, 
yeah, you could play video games on your phone, but like to be a real gamer, probably need a console. You know what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying. Yeah, that, that'll always be the case. Like a hardcore gamer, you need to have this. That's what I mean. Or a PC right, 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 right. Sure. They're making things accessible. Yeah. But like, like, sure, they're accessible, but is that enough of a sell? So, so I, I, I was using the 11 Pro, and then I got the 14 Pro, and then I was like, okay, cool, this is a good jump. Like, I use my phone a lot. You know, I post a lot of things on Instagram, whatever, whatever. And then I gave my mom my um, 11 Pro. My sister, dad, and mom now have the 11 Pro. And they're like, should we upgrade? I'm like, no, like, you don't need to. Yeah. What are you going to do with it? See what I'm saying? And then even Roel, shout out Roel, because I know you're going to listen to this. He, we were talking, and he's like, I was like, oh, you're going to make the jump to iPhone. He's like, yeah, but I'm not going to get the newest one. I'm going to get one of the older ones that are like cheaper and free. And I was like, yeah, you, you really just don't need an, anything past 11 Pro. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, as a right user, you're going to use it on a phone. You're going to use it for social media. You're going to text your friends. That's really what like, a lot of people do anyway, so. See what I mean? And it's like, so why do I need this 15? <laughs> like, I feel like we're hitting the point of like diminishing returns. You've plateaued. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Um, I'm going to have to end uh, Tara's come back now. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like we've we fully plateaued in terms of the iPhone tech. Like, I didn't see anything that was like, oh, dude, I got to upgrade. You know? Do you? You didn't. You were like, um, I wouldn't upgrade. No, you know, so I feel like we're now seeing the finish line for phones. Like Apple can't possibly get any better than this. Mm-hmm. Sure, you'll get rid of the the island, okay. But I think that's that's eventual. But it's not yet there. But you know what I'm saying? Like the things that they're promoting, like oh, now it uses USB C instead of Lightning to charge. I'm like, okay. Yeah, but you have to understand also know why that also happened. Or would it have happened? No, no, because of the regu- regulation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. regulations in Europe, right? in Europe. Yeah. So, like, I knew that was yeah. coming anyways. So, it's like, it's, that's expected. Totally, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, finish line. We're done. Move on to something else, Apple. Well, that's special. Sure, no? that, well, that's the whole point. They're, I think their next thing is the Vision Pro. Yeah, AR. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. And there was, like, something in, uh, I believe, in the new one. I'm sure it was just software. Yeah, it's connected to the... You the can film show. in... Uh, yeah, you can film it in that and then view that 3D video. So I, I see they're slowly like slowly, making people like, building into that who, ecosystem. But who bought it, bro? Who bought, who bought the Vision Pro? But it's not... A, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, right. Oh, all right, fair. But like, who's going to buy... Which regular person can buy a Vision Pro? Thousands of dollars, what am I use it for? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways, just some thoughts. All right, uh, I gotta jump. Till next time, Tazy Vish. Peace. Bye. All right, hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, be sure to like, share, subscribe, all those fun things, and check out our sponsors: Zenro Clothing Co., Portion Bakery, and Podbean. Take it easy, Vish. Peace.